Hey everyone, welcome back to the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. This is uh, the final episode for the month as we cover the Dawkins Delusion by Alistair and Joanna McGrath in response to Richard Dawkins' book, The God Delusion. And let me, so Richard Dawkins, right, he, he hates God. Essentially, he doesn't, he, he hates God. And in his book, he actually uh, writes this about uh, the God that he does not believe in, uh, that God is a petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak, a vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser, a misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, megalomaniacal, sorry, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have something in common, uh, Richard uh, Dawkins, and that is that uh, we both don't believe uh, in that God. (laughs) Uh, That is uh, for sure. That is certainly not the God that I believe in. And if there were such a God, I certainly would not want to believe in him either. Uh, So, for Dawkins, uh, religion is bad. Religion is evil. And religion, because of evolutionary theory, it should have been gone a long time ago. But it's still here. And religion needs to be eradicated. That religion only does harm to society. And but that's uh, but that is uh, that is not true. And this is kind of the 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 arguments. This is the statements that he makes in his book, and he repeats these things over and over and over again, according to uh, these two authors, and basically just repeating himself. And uh, but it's all just driven just by his own personal opinions, his own emotions. It makes me think. So Richard Dawkins actually. Uh, was very religious at uh, one time in his life. Uh, he, he was he prayed a lot as a, as a kid, uh, but then when he turned seventeen, I think the the story is according to him that he it, there was a I don't know a, a classmate or a friend uh, that uh, had told him about uh, evolutionary theory, either taught him or gave him a book or something, and at that moment he just he he stopped believing in God. And I don't understand why. I mean, you can not believe in God, and that's that's not fine. You can, but um, uh, you but you can still, you know, be very cordial uh, with uh, towards religion and also practice religion. You can still uh, not be uh, insulting to those who follow a particular religion. Uh, but uh, but Richard Dawkins goes that far um, and calling. Uh, religious people irrational and illogical, uh, uh, calling them uh, children uh, because they, he equates it to believing in Santa Claus. And so he believes that religion does nothing good for the world, that it leads to racism, that it leads to, it leads to discrimination. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? Uh, you, you know, uh, people living in a society right we are people are always looking for identity uh, to make sense of their identity and make sense of their surroundings and for some they they what makes sense to them is uh, is following a particular religion 
for some it's not but if you completely eradicate religion remove it from the picture people will just find something else in order to help them make sense of their identity and and, and the world they'll find another way to create values values and norms uh, for society for the culture for for their lives and so uh, but it really it, it does uh, he explores the the question of where religion came from and many people have different things to say about religion and many uh, many atheists uh, and, but mostly many philosophers uh, will say that uh, religion is an invention of the human mind uh, that it is a a, a weakness uh, that man needed some sort of uh, comfort and so he created religion he created God as a way to bring comfort to his own life and you know for 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 me as a Christian, you know, if I, you know, and thinking about those categories, thinking about uh, the category of religion, if I want to answer the question, how did religion come about? I would say, well, religion uh, came about uh, in the book of Genesis when God created Adam in his image, right? Uh, you could say that's the beginning of religion. Uh, because if religion is a, a worldview, if religion is 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 a way that you uh, that you identify your values, uh, your norms, and even your way of life, if if your religion answers the question of why and how I came into existence, then the answers are right there in the book of Genesis. Right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he created Adam, and Adam was to work the garden. Was the that was his divine mandate? That was his command, and he was to 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 give glory to God in that way. He was to follow God in that way and not sin against Him. And so there's what we there's where we see uh, the the beginnings of of religion, and and what we see is that. It was very good. There was nothing bad. There was nothing evil about it. But what we see is that as we continue to read the book of Genesis is that evil came because of man. Man is the reason for evil in the world. Now, of course, right, we read that the serpent was in the garden. He tempted Eve and Adam to sin. But ultimately, it was the it was Adam uh, and Eve uh, and Adam primarily because he was the the head of his wife, but it was because of his sin that we have evil in the world. It is not because it is not the fault of religion, though. Right, many people do harmful things. People will commit terrible acts of violence in the name of religion. Right, but that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, actually, uh, an interesting study uh, by uh, a man by the name of uh, Robert Pape. Uh, showed uh, based on surveys of and he was kind of surveying uh, every suicide bombing since 1980 and he came to the conclusion uh, that that religious belief of any kind is neither necessary nor sufficient to create suicide bombers right in fact that the fundamental motivation behind these suicide bombings, even though many will say that they do it in the name of their religion, and many will say that these people did it in the name of their religion, in the name of their God, but he came to the conclusion through these surveys, through his own study, that the primary fundamental motivation was political. 
that the desire to force withdrawal of foreign forces occupying land believed to belong to an oppressed people who have seriously limited military resources at their disposal. So the primary motivation was political, right? Not, uh, not religiously, not religious motivation. And really, and, and in his book, Dawkins speaks about things that he does not know and has not studied, right? And calling these things, uh, calling these terrible things, uh, uh, with regards to God, when he has not really studied the scriptures uh, himself. When you study the scriptures, when you read the Bible. You don't even have to study. When you read the Bible for what it's worth without any biases or opinions, and you read the story of Jesus of Nazareth, what did he teach? He taught love your enemies. He taught the story of the good Samaritan. Right? He taught that we should not respond with violence, but we should respond with peace. Right. That, right. That, that is what Jesus teaches. That is what the Bible teaches. And uh, Richard Dawkins is not willing to listen uh, to that. He just makes these, these, uh, these assumptions about religion and just immediately just, just casts it all away. He doesn't care about religion. He thinks that it is all evil, but that is not, that is not the case. That is not true. And so, uh, we just have to, just have to read the scriptures, <laughs> and and we'll know. And 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 this is actually this helpful, uh, this quote in the book. Uh, this is that, uh, and this is actually uh, written by Michael Shermer, uh, president of the Skeptics uh, Society. And he says this: for every one of these grand tragedies, that is these tragedies that are done in the name of religion, so like, such as like suicide bombings, he says that for every one of these grand tragedies, there are 10,000 acts of personal kindness and social good that go unreported. Religion, like all social institu institutions of such historical depth and cultural impact, cannot be reduced to an unambiguous good or evil. Right, and this person is—I uh, don't think he's—I don't think he's a, a religious person at all. Uh, I mean, he's—he's he's president of the Skeptic Society, uh, and so um, if anything, he would fall in Dawkins' camp, perhaps uh, as an evolutionary theorist. But yet, he says these things about about religious acts, uh, or personal kindness and social good based on religion. So, uh, so. Religion uh, is, isn't evil, and it's not inherently evil, as Dawkins makes the case, uh, and an unfounded and unjustifiable case. So, anyways, so this is uh, the end of this episode. I hope that you have found it helpful. Uh, for the month of August, uh, we are going to read through the book titled Glory Road, The Journeys of Ten African Americans into Reformed Christianity. And a little description uh, says 10 African-American leaders in the church tell their stories of how they embrace Reformed theology and what effect it has had on their lives and ministries. And so I'm actually really looking forward to this book and uh, in, a, in, a personal, uh, in a personal way or, or for one personal reason is that uh, I honestly don't know a lot of African-American uh, theologians. Most of the theologians that you and I know are 
are, are white. <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, nothing against that. Uh, but there are African-American theologians, and I'm just uh, eager to, to, know, uh, to know more of them and to know uh, their stories. And so, yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you can you'll, you'll, you'll look forward to that. And, that you, and also you've found this helpful. So we'll leave it here and uh, I will catch up with you uh, in the next episode of this podcast.